0: date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Kelly and on today's episode we are bringing back Illinois Realtors Young Professionals Network, YPN, to the IR Weekly Podcast. YPN recently held an event here in Springfield the day before Capitol Conference on achieving the mythical work-life balance. To help us talk about this topic from the Realtors perspective, I'm going to turn the podcast over to Connie Vavra, who is returning to the podcast and is Illinois Realtors YPN Chair from Main Street Organization of Realtors, and Amanda Lott, the National Association of Realtors YPN Advisory Board Chair, joining us all the way from Memphis Area Association of Realtors. Welcome Connie and Amanda.
1: Hey Kelly, thanks for having us. Yes, thank Thank you so much.
0: And congrats, Connie. I think I just saw you were named the treasurer for Main Street.
2: I was just this past Tuesday. Very exciting. I think I'm still in shock for it, but um, I'm
0: ready for it. <laughs> yes, well, that's so. awesome. Thanks. So before we kind of like jump into the topic, um, Amanda, do you kind of want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your role as a chair of NAR's YPN?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Amanda Lott. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm a second-generation realtor. I've been licensed for 13 years now. Um, I've served on my board of directors for the Memphis Area Association of Realtors, and I started RYPN probably 11 or so years ago. Um, And then through leadership journey and all the wonderful things that is YPN, um, I am now the national chair for the National Association of Realtors Young Professionals Network. And uh, my role is I kind of lead various meetings throughout the year, but I also travel around like I am now and talk to various associations about why they need a YPN, help them get their YPN off the ground, um, and all of our advisory board members participate in that. So we're uh, just a collective group of people that love to lead and give back, and we've kind of found our footing in YPN.
0: Yeah, it's always, we've had a few speakers come from the, or NAR's uh, YPN advisory board in the past or whatever, and everyone always has great topics and it's great an advice, people, and yeah, yeah. they very, they are. Um, so Connie, why don't you start kind of explaining why our committee chose to do this topic? I know we kind of talked about it. Um, in our last episode we did with YPN. But if you kind of just want to kind of recap why we chose it.
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah, we have such a great committee this year. Um, it was something that we kind of identified towards the tail end of the last committee year, but it was such a, a an important topic that we definitely wanted to make sure that we executed it um, appropriately and with full passion just because, I mean, when you're talking about your your mental health and then you're talking about business attached to it, I mean, those are two very sacred identities to your, your person. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we were doing it You know headstrong and with the right vision in mind so um we waited until this year um and for the first time ever i think in the ypn committee history we have a tagline and so we just wanted to make sure our members understood exactly what information we're going to be giving so um our tagline this year is Invest in Your Mental Wealth to Boost Your ROI's Health. So we're super excited to make sure that um, we're going back to that core foundation of that um, tagline and making sure that any events that we're hosting, virtual, in-person, um, is really feeding into that tagline for us. So super, super awesome. It is, yes. Yeah. I'm excited for the year. So,
0: um, And so then we saw Amanda, one of her topics that you like to speak on is this topic. And you go around, you've given the presentation a few times.
1: Yes, yeah. I have. So it's <laughs> um, it's near and dear to me, for sure, mental health. I love that you all have this tagline. I love that this is a focus. Um, it's it's rough for realtors. It is. We kind of run ourselves ragged. And we're also, being young professionals, um, and even though YPN does not have an age bracket by any means, and we, we want everybody and anybody, no age parameters, new, young, young at heart, whatever that, that box may be. But we do typically have a generation that is – very, very much overrun. And we do not necessarily take our mental health into uh, consideration until it is far, far gone. And we're trying to rebuild it back up. So um, the demographic for YPN, this is a something that really, really hits home for us. And so I love to talk about this topic because I've had my own issues and my own problems with balancing work and life and mental health and what's working and what's not working. And am I working too much? Am I not working enough? You know, mom guilt, family guilt, mm-hmm. relationship guilt, all of it just kind of compacts in. And we're in an industry that you work 24-7, 365, because you are, you know, the customer's back and call. But the flip side is that how can we set proper boundaries to where that's not the case and still get our job done and still be productive and effective?
2: Amanda, we were so excited when we were looking at the National Association's roster for the YPN Advisory Board, and we saw that this was such a topic. But one of the things that I was really interested of, of wondering, since you've Been able to kind of take this topic around and and, you know bring it to other associations have you been able to identify um someone who's not not giving themselves a proper work-life balance like if you were to be approached by someone you know in our organization today are you going to be able to kind of see some indicators of maybe they're not taking care of that mental balance
1: for themselves like can you give us maybe some things that you've identified yeah absolutely i mean i think Stress and anxiety shows up different, obviously, in everybody. And I say stress and anxiety because, I mean, I think it does kind of this work-life balance issue. Um, and I talk, I, I talk about that, the fact that it's, it's kind of a misnomer. It's like it's not work-life balance. Life is life, and we're just putting work into it. But we've been trained to think it's work-life balance. Like everything has to, like, mesh. And that's not always the case. And sometimes you're going to have a point where work outweighs family then you're going to have a, a, a chapter in your life where family needs to outweigh work. And it's going to kind of ebb and flow in different phases that you've got in your life and your home life. Um, but in general, I mean, you see people that are exhausted, which I think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you're not getting enough sleep. You're overcompensating in other ways. You're constantly on your phone. You can't turn your brain off. You can't, um, you know, relax at night without doing something to get to that point. You can't naturally just like calm down um and i think as realtors we kind of for the most part all fall into a particular category as being you know very type a or very Mm -hmm. organized or very nitpicky about various different things um so we kind of all have the same mental capacity or we wouldn't be in this industry especially the top producer ones um but when it shows up it can show itself in various different ways but if somebody comes up to me and they're like hey I just feel a little run down. I'm like, let's talk about it. I mean, you know, what what is it that's in your life that's stressing you out? Can you get rid of those particular things? Um, and I talk about that on in the speech of, you know, can you analyze your your day to day and over the course of two weeks, and can you pinpoint which things are stressing you out or giving you anxiety? And then are those are those things that are worth That amount of stress and anxiety. Can you delegate those out to somebody? Can you just remove them from your life altogether? Like pinpoint what the actual problem is. But it all kind of becomes the problem. And that's where you get bogged down because you're like, I don't know what's causing this. It just feels like everything is causing this. And so then you get analysis paralysis and you're like, so I'm just not going to do anything right now. We're just going to let all this fester because I just can't. can't. I have so much to do. I can't figure out what to do.
2: I can definitely see that almost like that overwhelming feeling. So it's like, okay, then I'm just not gonna touch anything. And then they think the problem just winds up getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And then it's then I feel like maybe they can't even identify that there's an issue. So it mm-hmm. just becomes the norm. And yeah. like you said, then it's to the point that it's way beyond control or
1: Yeah. And this just, just becomes benefits. your day to day life. Like this is just what life is, right? It's like, no, this is just kind of what we've let life become. Yeah. Right. So
2: how can you give our listeners maybe some tips or tricks on how to
1: get that life back? Yeah, absolutely. One is that evaluate your schedule. You know, it's not just you, especially if you're, you know, if you've got, even if you don't have a a family necessarily at home, you don't have kids or a spouse or whatever, you've still got friends. You've still got probably some leadership responsibilities. You've got maybe a sporting group that you're involved in or or what a book club. I don't know. Um, But take your schedule over a two week time span and really map out what are non-negotiable things like what are just set in stone events and then do those events bring you joy it's like that whole Marie Kondo thing you know yeah. um, does this bring <laughs> me joy well no okay but even, not to say that everything should we're gonna have to do some stuff that we just don't want to do but you have to evaluate what those things are and is it Is it benefiting my business? Is it benefiting my personal life? If it's not, then why am I doing this? Right. Do I need to continue doing this? How did I even get into this? I mean, and you you meet some people along the way, um, especially in various different leadership roles or within YPN or just in, in, you know, they're outside extracurriculars. They're like, How did I even get to this point? And you don't sometimes know. Why did I say yes to this all these years ago and I'm still doing it? I don't really, I don't really want to do this anymore. And that's okay. We're here to evolve and grow. And Sometimes you kind of get stuck in a rut, and that's part of what the work-life balance uh, concept is, is that's going to evolve over time. That's not always going to be the exact same thing that it is today. Is not going to be what makes sense for you in two or three years. So evaluating what your schedule is and kind of pinpointing what you can let go of, and then also saying no. Like it's a complete sentence. People say it to us all the time, uh, from mortgage lenders to customers, friends, family, whatever. People say no, it is a complete sentence. So I always tell people take the five seconds. It's like before you, you know, you have therapists will tell you to count to five if you have like an anger problem. Count to five if you have a yes problem. Like somebody asks you to do something, and it's like okay, five seconds. Is this going to be beneficial? Is this something I want to do? And if, even if the answer is I don't really want to do this, do I need to do this? Okay, is it worth? adding this into my regular schedule? Is it worth the potential stress that this could be? And that's anything from being the, you know, the, the room mom to being on the PTA to bringing, agreeing to bring snacks to the soccer game, or, you know, agreeing to show up to that open house and not asking somebody in your office to do it for you. I mean, there's, it, it runs the gamut and it's not just real estate and being a realtor. It's everything else because we know as realtors, our life does not stop or end with hours and realtor life versus home life. It's all intermingled.
2: What business hours know, are we talking right? about? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, as we're talking about this topic, it, it's very, you know, we're talking about a lot of personal things, you know, it's not just business related, but being a realtor and, and having a good, um, you know, investment and in, stake in your business. How can you correlate, you know, that mental health back to your your business? How has that helped you as a realtor increase your business productivity? How is that, you know, just by focusing, you know, taking back some of those steps, saying, no, to things, how has that
1: actually helped? Oh, it's definitely helped. So when you remove the things from your life that, you know, don't serve you, don't bring you joy, as Marie Kondo would say, or just really add extra stress that aren't, it's just not where your passion is. Removing those things allows you to put time where it matters. And so taking out some extra responsibilities that I didn't need allowed me to turn around and refocus on customer service. And that's ultimately what we're here for. You know, I can be in as many leadership roles as I want, but ultimately my job is to help you buy and sell a house. You know, that's where this whole thing started. So kind of losing losing some of the things that add extra stress can just help you refocus back into, you know, what your ultimate goal was, which is making money and helping people buy and sell houses or, you know, attending your kid's game that week that you've missed the last three or, um, you know, and feeling guilty about it, but feeling like you had to do whatever that appointment was that made you miss that game. Um, So it's definitely helped make me and, you know, some of the colleagues that I've talked to across the country that have kind of gone this direction of trying to make sure, take back your life, take back your time. um, It's helped them become better realtors because they're reinvesting in what it is that got them in these positions in this business to begin with.
2: Yeah, and I mean, we're definitely not going to be selling anyone a house or a property if we we're having a mental breakdown. No. So, um, yeah, we got to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, really good information, Amanda. <laughs> we really, really appreciate you um, being on our podcast today. As we mentioned before, um, to hear all of Amanda's tips, head over to org um, backslash YPN, where you can find out a lot of our post-programming as well, um, blog posts with tips, past podcast episodes,
0: and more more that was really some great tips I think for everyone and I really like the um thing you said about you know the five second rule applying it if you're a yes person I think that's <laughs> like the cooling that's off a very, period, I'm gonna start thinking about yes. that more like yeah.
1: it I applies like to everything yeah you can still eat it off yeah. the floor
0: you can you know take a hot second yeah. or you
1: could just say no five second rule for yeah. everything.
0: <laughs> well and as Connie mentioned before head over to www.illinoisrealtors.org slash ypn for a lot of the great content that our past committees have put, over, or put out for the last couple of years. So I want to thank both of you for being here and joining us, taking the time to travel all the way for, uh, to Springfield to be on our podcast. I think our listeners will really enjoy the topic, and hopefully we'll try to take the tips and create a little bit more harmony uh, between their work and their personal life and find that sweet spot of balancing it. So thank you both for joining us. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Thanks. And that's it for this week's IR podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.